Welcome to the totally independent, completely unofficial, not even in the same state as the Indianapolis Colts, Colts Podcast. Coming to you from the land of brisket and barbecue, Lone Stars and Longhorns, where some cowboys wear hats and others wear helmets. This is the Unstable Blues with Liam and Kevin Hall. We got a win. It wasn't pretty, but a win is a win, especially on the road on the short week. We will talk about the Broncos game, look ahead to the sporadic Jags coming into Indy, and make our weekly league pick. So here we go. Well, I have some special guest hosts with me today, filling in for Liam. Uh, we have Kenna and Malia. Uh, my daughters are filling in for Liam. Say hey, girls. Hey. Hey. We are. I'm super excited to have them. I am very proud that they are on the cheerleading team uh, and uh, very proud that my daughters are uh, the most knowledgeable of football on the entire cheerleading team. Uh, Actually cheering for when you should be cheering, not the other team. Uh, Actually knowing what a first down is. Uh, I'm very proud of you girls. You guys do a great job. Aw, very touching moment. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the Broncos game, okay? Um, I got to finish watching the Broncos game with Malia. Uh, yeah. And uh, we've kind of prepared and talked about... It was, uh, some call it an ugly game. Yeah, there was a lot of defense for the Colts. Defensive battle is what I would call it. It's not necessarily an ugly game. It's an old-school defensive battle, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, the offense was bad, though. The offense was, uh, yes. but it's not that bad. The defense, though. It wasn't that bad. Well, if our quarterback will if our quit quarter- throw a ball to the other team. Yeah. yeah, there was that. He did have two interceptions, and he did fumble, uh, but it wasn't lost. Come on. Uh, but he threw for 251 yards, Matty Ice did. Yeah, right? but he gave a lot of interceptions. Yep. We got we to gotta not do that. That's what we're going to focus on. Uh, Deion Jackson, the rookie running back, rushed for 62 yards on 13 carries. Mm-hmm. Uh, Philip Lindsay had a return to Denver, 40 yards on 11 carries, mm-hmm. which is 106 yards rushing, 4.1 per carry. That's actually pretty good. That's 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 a lot in the NFL. Yeah, like if you rush for over 100 yards uh, and uh, get you know over four yards a carry, that's that's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you brought up number eleven, Alec Pierce. Yes. Came I up. felt like I felt like he was just doing. He was doing what he was told, and he kept doing it. Yeah. And he was just consistent. Yeah, and, and he's a rookie. This is only his uh, fourth game because he sat out a game with a concussion. So uh, he had eight catches for eighty-one yards, you know, and a couple, you know, some really big ones there in the fourth quarter. Yeah. You know. But uh, we had six sacks. You know what that, a sack is? Yes. What's a sack? It's where they all like get the, the get the quarterback. Yeah, they all get the quarterback. Yep. Go, rah. Rah. Yeah. Rah. A, a sack is a rah. Man pile. Yep. A oh, man pile. <laughs> uh, they had six sacks, so they uh, tackled our quarterback 
six times behind the line of scrimmage and they hit him 12 times. So that's not, yeah, like, like, like hit him? well, not punch him, but like they tackled him like after he threw the ball away, like oh. they got to him oh. and hit him. Uh, oh, so they were being rude. It wasn't a sack, but like he got the ball out, but they, he still okay. got hit. So he's still under pressure. My big question is, where were the tight ends? They had two catches on four targets. I thought we were kind of in this mode of, we can use our tight ends now, and they've been doing really good, and then we just didn't do it at all. Nothing. But you wanted to talk about defense. 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 Yeah, that's a good cheer right there. It's a Um, good one. We had uh, their defense looked good. Their defense is a top five defense, and so it looks really good. Um, you talking about the Colts? Yeah. Okay. Well, the Denver defense is a top five defense. Our defense is pretty good too. Uh, pretty good. I thought we did really good. I we did do really well in this game. Yeah. But Broncos did better. But yeah. <laughs> No, we win the game, McKenna. We win the game. Yeah, but the Broncos had really good defense, too. Yeah, they did. And then, which is why um, there were no touchdowns in the game. Number 90, his block, too. Uh-huh. That was yep. nice. Uh, yep, that was Grover Stewart coming up with a block field goal there uh, on special teams. Probably their closest field goal. Uh, they had four trips to the red zone and came away with zero points. They four times inside the 20 and no points. We had two interceptions at some pretty key moments. Uh, we, our defense, sacked the quarterback four times. Sack that quarterback defense attack. There you go. It's another good cheer. Nice job, ladies. Uh, we hit the quarterback eight times. Uh, Buck is back. Who's Buck? <laughs> DeForest Buckner. Okay. DeForest Buckner. He's a inside defensive guard. Uh, he's been has has had an elbow injury. So he's like a spy on the field. Sure. He kind of plays in the middle of the defensive line. He's sneaky. He is sneaky, except like a spy. he's a really big guy. But <laughs> he's back, though. and he had a really good. Uh, even though he, he was on uh, what we call a pitch count, which means he didn't play every single uh, snap that he could have. Okay. He's coming back from his injury. Uh, he still played really good. Uh, and uh, and then we had the Zaire and Bobby show. Zaire Franklin is tied atop the NFL with the most tackles. He has the most tackles of NFL that's a good record. Yeah. And then, nice Bobby, record. And then Bobby Okirike uh, is another linebacker that uh, had a really big game, too. Like, those two just kind of bouncing off each other as linebackers. So, so Colts, right? Colts. Colts. That's yep. in the Colts. Okay. Yep. The Zaire and Bobby show there. Um, nice. All right. Well, that's kind of the, the nuts and bolts, the statistics of the game, defensive battle, uh, anybody else who was watching this game who was not in Denver or not in Indianapolis was probably shutting it off. What I thought was so funny watching the game was when it was tied 9-9. Nine to nine. And they're all field goals? 
like all no field touchdown. goals. <laughs> it's going into overtime, and the Denver crowd not only has booed its team most of the game. They left. They're leaving. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they were leave that it's tied nine to nine and you're heading into overtime. In you had a, you have a chance to win and they're leaving the game. They thought it was more important to get home because it's a school night and a work night than it was to actually watch potentially the most exciting part of the game. Yeah, they didn't watch it. They missed out. Yep. No faith in their team whatsoever. That's so disappointing. I know. That crowd. Mm -hmm. Time for the Mayflower move. Mayflower move. What's the Mayflower move? So, the Mayflower move is a big play in the game that kind of uh, was a turning point or something, a uh, big deal that happened in the game. We call it the Mayflower move because when the Colts in 1983 moved from Baltimore to Indianapolis in right. the middle of the night, they used the Mayflower moving company. So we call it the Mayflower move because Mayflower moved our Colts to Indianapolis. Oh, cool. Yep. That's cool. All right. So I think I May saw that in a documentary somewhere. Uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we have seen that in a documentary somewhere. It was like a picture of a sign, and it was snowing. Yep. Exactly. Snowing at night. Uh, Mayflower trucks moving things away. Okay. Yep. Malia, what was your Mayflower move? Uh, mine would be Rodney Thomas <laughs> running to the referee. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That, that's a that's a great Mayflower move. Yeah. I mean, that's. Uh, I, I mean, technically, the refer referee backed up in his way. He could have uh, tackled that guy, but yeah, but the referee's face. I know the like, referee's face. Like I feel like he he totally could have had a second interception there, but. Thanks a lot, referee. I mean, that's that's the sure tell sign that the refs are against you when they start like uh, getting in the way, way of yeah. your own people. We're gonna be like the Broncos fans. Uh, boo. Boo. <laughs> boo. The guy in stripes. Yeah. <laughs> Kenna, what was your uh, Mayflower move? Um, same person, Ron Rondy, right? Rodney. Rodney Thomas um, and his interception. Yeah. That right. really got me excited. Yeah, he had the interception and the run back, right? Uh, that wasn't that difficult of an interception, right? No. Like, it, I, it looked It looked clean. It was good. just kind of like thrown up to him and yeah. nobody else. He was just like, oh, thank you. And the, yeah. the guy behind him was like pretty far behind it. Yeah. Oh, he was still running. Yeah, and he's like, Mine would be... The Grover Stewart block field goal. In a game of all field goals, he had he had a chip shot field goal, and uh, God, that to, was a one hander too, I know. wasn't it? Yep, he just like got, got his got his paw on it and blocked it. When you have that kind of game, those kind of plays can come up really big, and you know it came down to the fact that we needed a field goal to tie it to get send it into overtime, and then we needed a field goal to win it. They didn't have one field goal that they probably should have, thanks to Grover Stewart blocking the field goal. So, <laughs> who was your star of the game, Malia? Okay, that would be Stefan Gilmore. Oh, Stefan Gilmore. Why, why is he your star of the game? He's interceptions twice. Well, he had the one interception 
to stop them, which resulted in the game tying field goal yeah. to send into overtime, and, and then yeah, another one like it was the end. It was like a touchdown. Yeah. Like if he if he didn't intercept that, that Bronco would have had the touchdown. Right. He intercepted so. that, and then at the very end of the game, he had that swat in the end zone. Yeah. And that ended yeah. the game. That was the end of the game. Last yeah. play of the game. Yep. I agree. Okay. Stephon Gilmore, great play. Uh, two great plays uh, from a veteran, and he's brand new to our team. Oh, really? Yeah, he, he uh, he's played on a few different teams, and uh, we just brought him in for his veteran leadership. And That's cool. Coming in big. Yep. Kenna, who was your start of the game? Okay, so I'm going to say this name confidently because I'm, I'm told that if you say names that you don't know how to pronounce confidently, then you're going to say them correctly. All so right. Chase McLaughlin. You nailed it. Yes, um, the reason he's uh, my star player is because of his kicks, his field goals. Right. He, he's our kicker. He was the only he person to points. score any points for the Colts. Right, exactly. Right. He, and he's the first, uh, some little statistic things here. He's the first Colt to ever hit three field goals of 48 yards or longer in a game, in a single game. I can barely kick it three <laughs> I know. Oh. I know. And it's not like the kicks were going all... Like, they were directly down the middle. Yeah, you know? yeah, it was. That's, so, he's just nailing it. And guess what? We did, He's not even the kicker we started our season with. Who was our kicker? Uh, 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 he, uh, Rodrigo Blankenship. Rodrigo? Rodrigo Blankenship. Yep. Fancy name. Yep. He uh, messed up a few kicks in the first game, and we cut him, and then we really? brought this guy in. Hmm. He seems to be doing much better, don't you think? Yes. Uh, my star of the game. Hmm? Your star of the game? Yes, my star of the game is Rodney Thomas. Of course. Came up with the big interception. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Stefan Gilmore, Gilmore's was uh, at a critical moment, but I think Rodney, uh, he... He was drafted in the seventh round. He's a rookie. He's drafted in the seventh round uh, from Yale, like the Ivy League school. You don't see many athletes coming from this kind of school, but uh, he's he's, uh, come up really big in the past few games, and then he had this interception. It probably could have had two thanks to the referee. Isn't Yale more (laughs) academic-based? Yep, absolutely. Uh, Also, a little shout-out to Chase McLaughlin. He got the AFC Special Teams Player of the Week yeah. because he was the only one to score in the game that he won for his team. Go Chase! Yeah. Well, uh, we haven't had a team from Houston update in a while. I got one for you coming up. We still don't have any sponsors, but if you'd like to sponsor our little podcast, email theunstableblues at gmail.com. Until then, we'll keep telling you about what we do. At Country Mountain Dogs, we pride ourselves in raising puppies fit for your lifestyle. We are having a litter of medium-sized Bernadoodles and small standard Golden Doodles at any day that will be ready to go home at Christmas. Look us up on Facebook and Instagram at Country Mountain Dogs. All right. Uh, time for a team from Houston update. This is about the uh, team from Houston that we don't talk about because uh, we don't really count them as a real team. The Jags. Nope. That's they're from Jacksonville. 
Alright. <laughs> I bet you Liam's watching this and he's gonna be cracking up. No, the uh, the uh, T-E-X-A-N-S. Uh, we don't even say the name. I know, I spelled it, it's okay. Houston, team from Houston update. Ready? They finally won a game. Yay! They Yay! finally won a game. Before they won that game, the highlight of the team from Houston season was when our old kicker, who I call Blankenhip, gifted them a tie with not just one, not two, not three, but four different missed kicks. Two missed field goals and two kickoffs. That's that shameful. He kicked out of bounds. I know. They that, finally won a game, though. They did. But they're I, I still don't know in, if we're supposed to cheer for that. They're still in last. Called, they're still in last place in the division. I don't, so. I don't know if we're supposed to cheer for that. Uh, going into the Jags now, okay? A uh, couple injury reports. Ashton Doolin is uh, on IR. He's on injured reserve, so he's out for four weeks. So he's not going to get back until uh, the game against the Patriots. Uh, so then the question is, who's the number four receiver? Are we going to bring Kiki Kuti up? I think he's the best match. You like that name, Kiki Kuti? That's his oh, name, yeah. Kiki Kuti. <laughs> what? His name is Kiki Kuti. He's, he's the best kind who of... Who are your parents? <laughs> you know who's Kiki, who Kiki Kuti's parents are? Kiki Kuti's parents. Kiki Kuti's parents. Parents. Kiki Kuti's mom and dad. Parents. Um, so we could bring him up from the practice squad. He he kind of fits the best kind of physique replacement uh, as Ashton Doolin. We could use Michael Strawn, who's on the team, but he's uh, he's a little bit taller. He's not like the same build. I just don't know if we can afford bringing anyone else up off the practice squad because we still got Quiddy Pay, uh, Taekwon Lewis that are uh, injured but not on IR, and then we still don't know about JT coming back uh, or Shaq. Shaq. Shaquille Leonard. Shaq. Yep. A.K.A. Darius Leonard. Shaq. Not Shaquille O'Neal. Not Shaquille O'Neal. No, not Shaquille O'Neal. Other Shaq. Other Shaq. Yep. Football Shaq. Football Shaq. Alright. Keys to the game. What do you think? What are some keys to the game to beat the Jaguars? Um to work on their offense, they need to have a lot of a lot of practice and a lot of prayer. A lot of practice and a lot of prayer. All right. Okay. Um, I agree with the practice thing, and I definitely agree with the prayer thing. I'm just not sure if we want to leave it totally to that. But here, here's 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 a good stat that I uh, discovered this uh, this week. In the fourth quarter, okay. Okay. In the fourth quarter, the Colts are winning the fourth quarter by a score of 30 points to zero if you total up the entire fourth quarter or after fourth quarter and overtime in the season. Okay. 30 to nothing. They're giving up zero points in the fourth quarter and they've scored 30 points total in the fourth quarter and overtime this season. So what's different about the first bit, the first three quarters, and the fourth quarter. It sounds like they're up the fourth quarter. It sounds like and they're they, not. They're trying. They're trying the fourth quarter. Right. 
They're trying. So you play with a little bit more intensity, you play with a little bit more pace. And so my thought is we start off with a fast start. We start off with pace, right? Do some no huddle, get the game going, do some quick passes and things like that, right? Mm -hmm. If you want to play the whole game more like the fourth quarter, then play the first quarter more like you play the fourth quarter. That's my thought. Seem good? Yeah. yeah. Go back to the tight ends. Use the tight ends. They did great uh, against the Titans. Let's uh, bring that in. Okay? Mm -hmm. all... I feel like I feel like when, when we start off our game, we're like, yeah, let's go. This other team makes a point. Everybody's mindset change, and it shouldn't be that way, but it is. Mm -hmm. And, like, it slows them down, and then they have to get back into the game, and they score a point. Right. Yeah. And, they, and then, it, then they keep scoring. Right. And they're like, okay, we got The reason we we're having so many turnovers <laughs> is because we don't have the lead. If our defense can play with the lead, we will turn the ball over less, and we will probably get more turnovers from our defense. Yeah, That's right. how it works. We gotta. We can't have the turnover problems that we are having. And if your if your teammates block. Blocking. Blocking. That is a big deal. Everyone's talking about the offensive line because defense. the offensive line is letting people in and not giving protection and not. Uh, allowing enough holes for our running backs. And they made three changes at offensive line when they had to play a game from Sunday to Thursday. They made three different changes on the offensive line in that short amount of time. I'm not sure. The other big question is they have this veteran tackle, which is like the guy on the far left or the far right. Mm -hmm. His name is Dennis Kelly. And... No, he's not playing. He was injured, but we're not sure why he's not playing because he hasn't been on the injury report since the first week. Coach was asked about it, but he was like, yeah, I like him. He's a good quality guy, and that was it. But yet he's saying he's going to stick with the rookie who had four penalties early on against the Broncos. Why now, it's early on, and it got better, but... What was, your, what was he? Why is that? Why did he have four penalties? I don't know. Why is the coach saying that? I don't know. This is the question. Shouldn't we go with the veteran guy and let the rookie learn in practice? I don't know. We maybe maybe Dennis just not good. Maybe Dennis is not good. I don't know. I think Dennis still is pretty good. But I'm not in practice, so I don't know. But here is my thought on who should be on the offensive line, okay? For what it's worth. I think we put Dennis Kelly in at left tackle, if you have to. If Dennis Kelly is not available for whatever reason, sure, you can put Bernie in there, okay? Bernie Raymond is the rookie guy. You keep Quentin Nelson at left guard, he's great there, okay? I would put Braden Smith from guard back out to right tackle, another veteran guy there, and I would put Fries in at right guard. You guys know this? His name is Will Fries. Fries. We also have a guy who's like the backup center. His last name is French. French Fries. Are they means, best friends? Which means you would have French at center and Fries at right guard right next to him. So as you look, as, right as Matt man. Ryan would look at the line, he would read French Fries. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can't tell me Matt Ryan be, wouldn't be hungry in the fourth quarter. <laughs> if you want to sponsor us with French fries, we're game. So I think you put fries in there at right guard and you leave Danny Pinter at center. I think you let go of Ryan Kelly. I think a lot of the communication problems are happening with Ryan Kelly. I think it was better with Pinter and you leave him at center. I wonder if they call him small fries. Well, I doubt it because he's on the offensive line. So I think yeah, it'd be more be like funny. big fries. Yeah, but that would be funny. Oh, you doing like a small fries. Like the little dog named Butch or something like that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spike, who's like a nervous wreck. Like he's like a Frenchie's yeah. like a nervous wreck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Or like a chihuahua named Boss. <sighs> yeah. Okay. All right. What are your matchups to watch? Oh, quarterback actually passed the ball to his own teammate. <laughs> there you yeah. go. No turnovers. Matchups to watch. So you want to see the quarterback. You want to sure see was, Matt Ryan throw it. Was 30, it. 30, Number 38, two. I think, on offense. Like, I saw him a few times, but like... The running back? I don't know who 38 is, but I saw him like poke out a few times. 35 is the running back. No, it's 30. 30? 38. 38. Uh, I don't think there's a 38. Okay, it must have been 30. Okay. It was 30, but he was, like, poking out a few times, and then he's like... All right, poking out a few times, and then... Yeah. <laughs> well, he got, a few, he got a few people, like, running outside the thing, and then he'd, like, roll on top of them when it wasn't needed. Gotcha. But, like, you know, you could do better. All right, Philip Lindsay. <laughs> Philip Lindsay, you could do better. Okay. Yes. Cool. So we want to see. We want to see some running back stuff, but we also want to see Matt Ryan throw the ball. Yes. All right, but to his own team. Yeah, not 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 out either. Not out of bounds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because that doesn't help. Yeah. All right. Don't trip over your feet. I'm gonna go defense. I'm gonna say I want to lay. I want us to lay down the law from the law firm of Rodney, Rodney, and Gilly. Rodney, Rodney. Why did you say Rodney twice? Because Rodney Thomas, the guy who intercepted yeah. it, right? Uh-huh, and also right. ran into the referee. Right. But then also uh, Rodney McLeod is the other guy that plays back in the same kind of area as Rodney Thomas. So you got the two Rodneys, and then Gilly is Stefan Gilmore's nickname. Gilly? It's like Terry and Terry. Rodney, Rodney, and Gilly. So I want to see those guys, those defensive backs, and how they work against Zay Jones and Jamal Agnew is who I'm looking at. The real struggle of matchup that I think is who's going to match up with their tight end, Evan Ingram. We had a trouble with him last time. I don't think that a linebacker matches up well with him. I think a defensive back does much better. And so I actually, if Evan Ingram is in there... I think I would run nickel defense all the time, which means you have more defensive backs in there to help with that. And I think I want a lot of bump and run coverage uh, because one thing that killed us last time, because they beat us 24 to nothing last time. That's sad. Remember when we went to that place that we're not going to talk about because we're not sponsored by them? Mm -hmm. They had the TVs everywhere. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we sat there and watched the Colts get beat 24 to nothing. That was sad. They took us and... They just kind of did quick passes a lot, right? So they just did a lot of quick passes and took little chunks to move up the field. If we play those guys a much more bump and run, right? We're right up in their business. Then they can't complete those passes. We got to get in front of those passing lanes. Yeah. All right. 
Predictions. Who do you think is going to win and give me a score? Um, ooh, that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got to pick like an exact score? Yeah, that's what we do. I got it. Okay, so go for Colts it. Colts going to win. It's going to be 28 to 13. 28 to 13. Colts win. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Nice job, Malia. Go ahead, Kenna. I'm not sure what to put here, so I'm going to go opposite of Malia. I'm going to go Jags win, Colts lose, 32 to 26. 32-26. Is that possible? Sure. All points are possible except one. You can't just score one point. (laughs) After that, every score is actually possible. It's not likely. It's not likely you're going to get four points because that would be two safeties. Right. Yeah. Um. I am going to go Colts 17, Jaguars 13. That's my final score. The Colts still have not scored more than 20 points in the last seven games, I believe, going back to last season. So I have what we call a risk it for the brisket or a biscuit. Can you get a biscuit? Time to bake the biscuit. Brisket Time or a biscuit. Time to bake the biscuits. Okay. Uh, do, you know, do you know what this is about? No. Okay. So I'm going to make a crazy prediction, right? Yeah. I'm going to make a gutsy call on something. And if I'm right, I get to eat brisket or a biscuit. Do we have briskets and biscuits? If I lose, I get smacked in the face by the brisket or I get... A biscuit smashed in my face. Okay. Do we have biscuits and briskets? This is not for this. This is a future prediction. Okay? So we don't know yet if this is going to happen. Okay. Okay? Here's my risk it for the brisket. I believe with the next four games, the Colts will go three and one. They will win three out of the four games, but they will only score over 20 points one time over Mm, those four games. That's my risk it for the briskets. We were wrong about the AFC West. So what division is the one to watch right now? Liam's six-man football team pulled out a gutsy come-from-behind win at Garland last Friday. Liam rushed for four touchdowns and threw for another one to friend of the show, Isaiah. And Isaiah had a game-sealing interception to win the game. It's time for the weekly picks, but first, let's talk about last week. Yeah, so um, Liam and I both picked the Giants, and we got it. Liam picked the Dolphins. And I picked the Jets, and I won that one. Yeah. We both picked the Seahawks, and we failed on that one. Eagles. Both picked that, and got that one right. I picked the Cowboys. Liam picked the Rams. And I got that one too. So that means that uh, overall, I am now 16 and nine. Liam is still struggling under 500 at 10 and 15. Oof. So uh, we did say that uh, AFC West is not doing good. What is the division to watch? NFC East. They have the only undefeated team in the entire NFL. And two teams with only one loss, including the Giants. 
the New York Giants. Aren't they bad? They were bad last season. But that means we're going to include them in this week's picks. So. Congrats. You get a mention. All right. Uh, I'm going to give you Liam's picks. He has let me know what he wants from each one of these. So, uh, but I want to get you girls picks first. You got the Ravens or the Giants. The second team is always the home team. Okay. Ravens or Giants. Who you got, Malia? Mm, Ravens. Ravens. All right. Kenna? Let's go Ravens. All right. I am going to go Giants. No, I'm going to go Ravens. I'm going to go Ravens on it. Uh, Liam has got the Giants, and I don't blame him. Uh, I was close on this one. We're all doubtful. Um, Cardinals and Seahawks, Malia. Uh, Probably the Cardinals. All right. Kenna? Seahawks. Seahawks. I am also going to go Seahawks, and uh, Liam is with me as well. Uh, the Seahawks are performing well, and they're at home, So, and the Cardinals are just kind of struggling. So, uh, Bills and Chiefs. This is a rematch from the AFC Divisional Round, uh, highly regarded as one of the greatest playoff games ever. Uh, Bills and Chiefs, who you got, Malia? Bills. You got the Bills. All right. Are the Chiefs the one with the slicked back hair? The slicked like back? Like the one that looked like Elvis, kind of. Oh. Their logo. The flying Elvis, that's the Patriots. Okay. The, the Chiefs are Isaiah's team with the uh, with arrowhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, Bills. Anything to go against Isaiah. Kidding. Uh, <laughs> kidding, we'll kidding. Die. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Uh, He's not even here. Uh, Liam went Bills. I am also going to go Bills. I think they're going to uh, redeem themselves from last uh, the playoffs. Um, Cowboys and Eagles. What do you got, Malia? Probably Eagles. Yep, they are undefeated so far. Eagles, it's our, it's our team. Eagles, uh, we are the Eagles. We are the Eagles, not yep. those Eagles, but we are the Eagles. Yep, our, the the our school is the Eagles, and so uh, the Eagles are at home, and at some point the Cowboys and Cooper Rush luck is going to run out. And they lost really bad not too long ago. Philadelphia is a hard place to play, so I'm going Eagles, and so is Liam. Um, last one, Broncos and Chargers. Hmm. Probably go with Broncos. You were going to go with the Broncos even though they didn't score. Actually, I, it's fine. I can go with the Chargers. All right. You could go I with mean, the Broncos. You know, the NFL is a got, crazy place. Yeah, it could happen. I'd go, Chargers. I'd, go with the, All right. I'd go with the Broncos because of the horse, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Chargers. Yeah. Because, especially because of the way the Broncos played last time. Yeah. And the way that they have played most of their games this season. And the Chargers... Even though they've been hurting a few different places, it's it's in Los Angeles. They're playing at home. It's going to be the Chargers. I'm not even sure why Liam struggled a little bit on this one. He was a little hesitant for some reason, but he's on the Chargers too. So we're all on the Chargers. All right, well, uh, next week we will take a look at what happened in the Jags game and forecast the trip to Tennessee. 
as we are right in the middle of the divisional showdowns that we have coming up. Thanks for being here, guys. It was fun. It was a little, uh, a bit different than having Liam here, yep. but you know, difference good sometimes. Yep, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. This is Kenna and Malia, and this is Kevin reminding you to stay unstable.